there, I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or 10 minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career double shot K-Cup with my guest, Becky King. I was hoping, Becky, we could do like a little simulation here because I think it would be really helpful for our young listeners, especially those who don't have a career counseling center Mm -hmm. the way that Wellesley does and the way that some of the other institutions Mm -hmm. where you've worked do, to really hold the hand of a student and help them through this process. Just broad brushstrokes. Let's pretend that I'm one of the students that's come to you with my hair on fire mm-hmm. because I'm graduating in the spring of 2020 and I have no clue what I want to do when I graduate. Mm-hmm. Where do you start in terms of advising them? Well, I think if they have some clarity about their, because it comes down to this, you need to be clear about your values, your interests, your personality preferences, and your skills and strengths. So if you're clear on these things, then we can discuss what would you like to be doing when graduation rolls around, at least in the short term. What do you think, you know, you want to do when, you know, May 20th hits and no longer on campus, what are you going to do? Then we can also have a discussion about in the long run, what do you think, you know, down the road, maybe some bigger ideas of what you might have. We don't have to act on that, but it's good to kind of have that in the back of your mind. If somebody is not clear, what are you talking about? Values, interests, you know, skills, strengths, what? I don't know. I don't really know what I'm good at. I don't know. You know, that can often be the case. I know I'm good at being a student, right? I'm a, I'm a good student. And beyond that, I don't know. Okay. So then we might have a discussion about how can we get some clarity on that? Well, you can start with some self-assessment, which is taking stock of what you do enjoy. So quite often, a starting question might be, what brings you joy? What makes you happy? When was the last time you felt really engaged in something and like you were making a difference? So I have, you know, sort of in my toolkit, I have a top 10, you know, here's some questions, you know, to ask to get a handle on interests and what you're good at and skills and strengths. And then trying to imagine, you know, who would you like to be working with? What are the types of problems you'd like to be solving? Just to give yourself some sort of framework. And then the step would be, where would that be? So if I like helping people and solving problems, where can I do that? Well, any number of places, right? So then you have to kind of fine tune that. And then when it comes time to figure out what is out there in the world, anything from, you know, and thank you again for having time for coffee, but there are also other places to find out what are people doing, right? Could you share some of those sites? Sure. Yeah. I mean, there are, Idealist is a really wonderful nonprofit focused resource. So idealist.org, themuse.com is another good resource. And I think that 
there's a resource. Some schools subscribe to, you know, what can I do with a major in? And that can kind of give you some brainstorming ideas. But frankly, if you don't have access to that, I would say the Occupational Outlook Handbook is a wonderful resource and everybody has access to that. It's free. And that can give you kind of a snapshot of what different people do, right? So if you're curious about what does it look like to be a high school English teacher, you can look that job up on Occupational Outlook Handbook. OOH or just ONET is another aspect of that. It's run by the Bureau of Labor Statistics, which sounds like something out of <laughs> 1984 sci-fi. Yes, it does. But, uh, <laughs> but the Bureau of Labor Statistics has a vast trove of data. And they have collected so much information about what people do in different career paths. And then there are different tools within that, right? So once you log into the site, you can find out different ways to combine some of your skills and interests into, oh, look at that. There's 10 jobs that match that. So that can be a really helpful starting point. And then exploring it by having interviews, informational interviews. So just to be clear, interviewing, there's job interviews when you're actually applying for a job and selling yourself for a job. And I'm talking about informational interviews where you are playing a journalist and you are asking people, what do they like best? What do they like least? How would you get started? What are some necessary skills? Is there a required degree, etc.? Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much.